It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome to Let's Talk Jets Radio. What's up, everybody? Tyson Roush, Let's Talk Jets Patriots Week. My good friend Ryan, what's up, man? What's good? Thanks for having me on again, Tyson. Well, hopefully the internet holds up, man, because my internet's (laughs) been a train wreck today. So if this video comes out awkward, I completely apologize. But uh, thank you for your time, man. How how fired up are you right now? Dude, there's no game I want to win more than Patriots Week. After seeing them run up the score last year, I just I want to lay a thumping on them. (laughs) I want this defense coming out swinging. Are you surprised the Jets are underdogs? Like, I don't understand it. Dude, shocked. And, I like, we were one-and-a-half-point dogs in our own building. Like, you watch what the Patriots did this past Monday night. I, I don't understand how you could put the Jets as underdogs. No. And now, you know, it's a big game. We're fired up. Jets have won four in a row. AFC East game, home game. To me, this is a statement game, man. This is a, a game that's like this puts the Jets on the board, I think. Even though the, it's not your same old Patriot team, I think this one goes – it's, like, personal. It's, like, a little bit more this week, right? Yeah, absolutely. There's a lot more juice to this fire. I mean, you look at some of the chirps that have kind of come out from Ulbrich saying, oh, we remember that game from last year. CJ Uzama saying something similar. And like everyone's just kind of they they, they circled this one on the calendar before the season. So I think this is going to be fun to watch at home. Yeah. So, I mean, I can't wait for this, man. And like, are you surprised that Jets are where they are right now at this point of season? Because I think we both we talked earlier on where it's like, you know what? Jets win seven or eight games this year. We're good. Be competitive in November, December. Well, they've gone way beyond that at this point. I think they're shocking all of us. Yeah, absolutely. This is definitely better than I would have ever thought. <laughs> the, yeah. the, uh, the offense, I, I'm a little surprised, is as kind of slow moving as it's been as far yeah. as the passing attack goes. I think Brees Hall caught fire a lot faster. And, you know, just watching where the defense is, I think the, the secondary, the corners in Reed and Sauce might be our best tandem we've ever had. Like, that's even including Revis and Cromartie. Like, these guys are absolutely stout. Um, the, the front four has been fun to watch Quinnen coming into his own has been absolutely massive. So I think having those, you know, we said it before the season too. It's like, you know, if everything starts to click, yeah. this team can win 10 games. It's not like out of the realm of possibility, but there's a lot of what ifs and a good amount of them are starting to click. Yeah. And you go, we'll start with the offense first, which has been, I guess, you know, a little bit frustrating in terms of the passing game. 
And now you lose Corey Davis, you lose Elijah Vera Tucker, you lose Brees Hall as, you know, an option out of the backfield. It's not ideal, but the only thing is different with this team as opposed to years past. Jets have depth, actually. You know, mm-hmm. they had the Elijah Moore saga, but he's playing on Sunday. I mean, they, they can actually, you know, they can endure some of these kind of injuries right now, I think, especially in terms of skill positions. Yeah, I think this is a testament to Joe Douglas and the job that he's been able to do do to create that depth. I mean, before the season, if you had asked me, like, before the draft, I'd say, hey, I want Michael Carter to be running back yeah. one, and I'd like, you know, a mid to late round guy to be running back two, and I'm fine with that. Brees Hall goes down. The guy was incredible and i don't you know wish losing him ever but you know yeah. not having him we're kind of back where i sort of wanted us to be you know from a off-season standpoint anyway so i'm not like overly concerned i think the elijah vera tucker one's really a big one yeah um Corey davis not playing this week is also big i mean zach just looks for him all the time yeah. but like you said the depth we have i mean between garrett wilson elijah moore uzama and conklin and carter and now james robinson coming in like the jets have a lot of weapons barrios like Across yeah. the board, you have a starting offense even without our three best players. So you know, you know, look at like he's a game on offense. Obviously, is no turnovers, you know, mm-hmm. no dumb penalties, things like that. But to me, it seems like Belichick is the mastermind where he always confuses first and second year quarterbacks, which we all know that this point. But I think Zach's going to probably have to make two or three big throws. I think they're going to mm-hmm. take away the run and dare him to beat him. And I think it's on the floor to be creative with a scheme. But I think Zach's going to have to – he's going to have to have a pretty solid game. I think the last couple of weeks have been frustrating for me watching because it hasn't been ideal. Mm-hmm. But you can't get away with last week's performance this week, I don't think. Yeah, I completely agree. There's no way you could do what you did in Denver and be able to come out in front with uh, with the Patriots here. I think Zach – I'd like to see him do a little bit of what Justin Fields did, kind of take a little bit on his legs. Zach has that maneuverability. I would like to see him make a few big throws, but I think they're going to really try to focus on the running game and taking that away and forcing Zach to beat him with his arm. Do you think they should roll him out more, maybe let him use his legs? It seems like he's he's holding on to the ball too long. He's either not trusting himself or he's being conservative. Do you think he's got to let it rip more, maybe run, maybe do up-tempo more, like change things up a little bit? I think it depends on where the game kind of is. Um, I would like to see them bootleg him out a little bit more, maybe have half field reads instead of full field reads, kind of yeah. slow down the game a little bit, have some shallow crossers come in front of them. Um, as far as, you know, I don't want to say coddling him, but it definitely feels like they're telling him, hey, let's put an emphasis on ball security. This defense and special teams are so good. We're going to win games just by this. Like when we need your arm, we're going to uncork you. And I think this is going to be a week that we're going to need his arm. Do you think I'm I'm guessing based on all the feedback so far, I guess Elijah Moore is going to see more opportunities in the slot. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm fascinated to see how they use Elijah Moore and Garrett Wilson this week and and the tight end group for that matter. Cause I think it's going to, if they're going to send the blitz, like Judon was running amok and you figure Mm -hmm. with a banged up offensive line, the right side could be a concern. I think you're going to have to use those quick checks and that could be Elijah Moore in the slot or just have like use Conklin and Uzama, use their side, use their, like just use their abilities in the middle of the field to kind of slow everything down a little bit. Yeah. I feel like this is a game the Jets kind of need if we were, if we really want to have those playoff ambitions and, if you have to keep both tight ends in to block to help your, you know, the tackles that were struggling and that, yeah. you know, we're down to tackle five or whatever we're yeah. down to right now, you know, allow that, like, don't let Judon get a free rush, like hit him constantly throughout the day. And then, yeah, use Elijah Moore and Garrett Wilson with those quick passes. It feels like every play that we're using Elijah Moore on, it's some long 20, yeah. 30 yard route. And I just don't want to see that. Like, the guy is so shifty. I think even though Garrett Wilson might be better in the slot, I think he's probably better on the outside where Elijah Moore, I think like the net positive with Elijah Moore in the slot is higher than him on the outside. Who do you think there's more pressure on Sunday? Mike LaFleur or Zach Wilson in terms of just how this offense rolls? Ooh, 
Um, probably Zach Wilson, just because he's going to have the ball in his hand all the time. As much as LaFleur really should take a lot of the onus on him because he doesn't have you know his best offensive weapons on the offensive line, the running game, or in the passing yeah. game. So he's going to have to get creative for sure. Um, but I think there's going to be a lot of focus on Zach. There's been a lot of like chirping and, and kind of him and hawing as far as like, yeah. oh, this guy only threw 110 yards two weeks ago, 120 yards last week. Like we can't win with that. Yeah. I mean, the guy hasn't had to throw and it's probably ill-advised to throw against top secondaries when your defenses are doing what they've been doing. Yeah. So I think as long as we see maybe I, I don't want to see 120. I'd like to see like a 250 yard yeah, game. Yep. Like if I get that, maybe two touchdowns, I'd be feeling pretty good about Zach uh, this week. And then you go to a defensive side of the ball where I have a tremendous amount of confidence because they're playing at a, a top level, but they match up well. Like we have two corners that are shut down corners that this isn't your same old Patriot team where they don't have these, you know, the weapons of pass where you're always worried about can't match up a Gronkowski or this or that. Like I, I think the secondary matches up well. I think the defense and just they're just playing so well. Like Quentin Williams is disruptive, all these different things. Like, what's your level of confidence and the defense just getting after the Patriot offense? Yeah, the secondary, I feel like after watching them go up against Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddell, I think they can compete with any wide receiver group in the country. I mean, I, I'm excited to see the the uh, Bills one next week as well. Yeah. But yeah, going up against any wide receivers, I just, Sauce is incredible. He's playing like a top 10 corner fresh out of the gate. And yeah. DJ Reed has been in, incredible all season long. Um, for me, I think the the area of concern is probably that short passing game. The linebackers may be getting caught in some screens. And I think that's probably where they're going to try to take advantage of us, maybe try to neutralize some of that pass rush. But if the jets can get out to an early lead where you force the Patriots to throw the ball, then you're playing the jets game. And now you pin your ears back and you try to force some bad throws. Yeah. That's what I think. I'm, I'm hoping like, you know, this is almost the kind of game where you like the jets win the coin toss. So they get the option. Like you defer, Put your mm -hmm. defense on the field first. The crowd's going to be off the rails, and oh, yeah. you put so much pressure on them. And you, you know, you, you like like games like Quinn, like Quinnen and Sheldon Rankins, and you just collapse the pocket, force them into mistakes. And if you could do that, if you get a lead, even better, because then it's mm -hmm. like you can just put, pin your ears back. And the Jets have like I didn't like the platoons at first, but now the pass rushers are coming in swarms. Where you have mm -hmm. your your Jacob Martin, even Vinnie Curry's helping out. It's like mm -hmm. they're relentless, man. Yeah, you look at this this front four, and we're getting Jermaine Johnson back too, which you yeah. know pretty good like he's been probably the quietest of our rookies so far but it's been fun watching he's got one and a half sacks he's been in the backfield causing disruptions but Quinnen going up against a banged up or backup center I don't remember which one's actually playing for them but I think they're the interior of that pocket being able to collapse that back into Mac Jones or potentially Zappy's face if he winds up getting pulled again uh I have a lot more faith in this defensive line than I did this time like week two last year yes. because we obviously have you know lawson and you know all these guys kind of firing in all cylinders so i i want to create a lot of pressure i want to create a lot of havoc for them make sure they doesn't have much time to to kind of th sit back there and think and i think Salah's gonna have these guys chomp at the bit man because this one's mm -hmm. personal that you know the last year with the 50 at home which was ridiculous they they've been disrespected i i think bulletin board material is all over the place. I mean, you're an underdog yeah. at home is already after you won four. Like, I think the defense mm -hmm. is just going to be raring to go. And then the, the hidden aspect of all this is special teams is playing so well, too. And if this game is close early on, or is that, you know, like a rock'em, sock'em, robot kind of game, then mm -hmm. you have, you know what? Special teams have been awesome. Braden Mann, who I didn't never really like, is playing great. Zerline. And then Berrios is, is always consistent with return. That's like a the X factor nobody really talks about. Yeah, our special teams might be one of the best in the league. Zerline, I have confidence of him kicking a you know 55-plus yard kick. Like yeah. The guy's got a monster leg. 
Uh, and the man has been incredible. There, he's had a few like shanks that are like 35, 37 yards, but he's had a lot inside the 10 yard line, you know, just booming punts to just shift field position. Like it might be, you know, we're on our own 20 and this guy's putting it like <laughs> on the other team's 20. Like it's, yeah. it's impressive watching this guy kick the ball and Barrios returning kicks when he gets the opportunity to, to make some guys miss. He's just so impressive with the ball in his hands. Yeah, I agree, man. I like you look at like this is the first kind of Jets Patriots game where it's like, you know what, they should win this game. They're the better mm -hmm. team. They have more talent. The coaching, I understand. The respect for Belichick is mm -hmm. always going to be there. But it's like this is a this is a must-win, dude. It, it really is. Cause this is like you had everything's lined up for you. The injury to Vera Tucker is a, is a big one. I mean, mm -hmm. we love Brees Hall, but I'm a couple with Michael Carter and everything. But like Vera Tucker is the only one. But if you had to say what are your three biggest keys to the game for the Jets to win this, what would they be? I think the first one for me has got to be offensive line, like you were just alluding to with Vera Tucker being out. I think it's just so incredibly important to keep Zach in a clean pocket. I, from what I've been reading, it seems like he's the number two quarterback in the league when throwing from a clean pocket. Yeah. So if you give him some time, he's going to start picking apart the the defense. Um, and then it's just kind of stepping up and seeing how Elijah Moore responds to all the criticism the last week and a half, two weeks. Because if he drops a ball or if he like half asses a route, like the fans are going to let him know They're, the fans are not happy with how he handled that situation. And I think the jets have done a good job sort of neutralizing some yeah. of the maybe angst um, a little bit. And I think I, I know for me, for sure. I was like, so done with this guy yep. <laughs> after I heard the trade rumors. And then it's like, Oh, we lose Brees Hall. Oh, we lose Corey Davis. Well, you Welcome can back. come <laughs> back and let's see how you can do. This is your prove it week. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, it's you know on the on the defensive side, I think it's don't get beat deep. I think if you can keep everything in front of you, this defense is just gonna you could play a bend but don't break bend but don't break defense, and you're gonna be able to keep them off the you know off the scoreboard as much as possible. I'm not afraid of their offense, and after watching them Monday night, I think they're on short rest. I think there's a lot of turmoil. I think Mac Jones probably is not in the right mental headspace right now yep. because they're pulling zappy, you know, in for him halfway through the game. And I think there's a lot of confusion. Whenever you have two quarterbacks, you have no quarterbacks. So I think the jets might be able to catch speaking from speaking from history, right? Yeah. From experience. Absolutely. <laughs> We've been through this for the last 20 years, 30 years. So it's, it's kind of nice seeing the Patriots in a little quarterback purgatory. So I'm hoping we can take advantage of that. Cause like you said, it's definitely, it feels like a must win. Yeah, I think it is too. It's me. It's like, you know, obviously like eliminate turnovers, no stupid personal fouls. Like they're going to be amped up, mm -hmm. like no late hits, none of that stuff. Like you want to play with an edge, but don't, don't, don't keep, you know, don't keep extending drives out of stupidity, you know? Um, and I, I just, I'm really confident, dude. Like I'm not confident saying you're going to blow them out, but I think the Jets mm -hmm. should win this game. Like, there's a lot of things point in their favor. Do you, is there anything that your biggest concern going into this game? Like, you know what? This could be bad if, like, what would be that? I would say if they force Zach to throw and Zach feels like he's got to play hero ball, that's where we start to get in a little bit of trouble. I want him to like kind of put his critics to rest, like have a good, efficient non-turnover game. If you can have like 250 yards, two touchdowns, and then like clean in terms of turnovers, I think that goes a long way, especially beating a division rival after you lost your three top weapons on the, on the offensive side of the ball. I think Zach can really, really do that. I mean, if we get into a situation where we're playing from behind and we can't use our pass rushers and they're running the ball on us constantly, I think we could be in for a longer day. Yep. Um, but I think it all falls on Zach. Yeah, I completely agree. I'm hoping the Jets, you know, start off fast on both sides of the ball. Don't get down early. Like if the mm -hmm. Jets get a lead right off the bat, I mean, the, the stadium's going to be nuts to begin with. You mm -hmm. get a lead, then it just goes to another level. You know, like mm -hmm. you said, don't, don't let them run the ball. Don't get worn down. Keep everything in your favor. I got two more questions for you.
I I was really critical of Salah early in the season. His first couple of games, I was just out of my mind pissed. But mm-hmm. I think he you've seen a lot of maturity out of him. And I love the way he handled the Elijah Moore thing. He's got to face a lot of adversity here, man, with the offensive tackles dropping like flies. You lose your mm-hmm. best playmaker. And it's like next next man up, next man up. Like, you know, you're, everybody keeps doubting him. They keep winning. Mm-hmm. What have you what have you seen out of Salah so far? And what are your thoughts on him in his second year? I like him. I mean, I'll, I'll be honest. There's been a lot of criticism of him because of how the defense performed last year. And, you know, him and Ulbrich were kind of put under the gun. I didn't think they had a lot of talent last year because of the injury to Carl Lawson and just yeah. the the depth across the board. And then this offseason, they just influx a ton of talent onto yeah. this defensive side of the field. And you're starting to see the mentality of the players sort of – or the mentality of the coach rub off on the players. Like you see sauce. You see uh, – you know, DJ Reed and you see, uh, you know, all the guys on the offense side of the ball saying, Hey, we got to, we got to figure this out. We got to do, you know, we got to either simplify things. We got to talk about communication. Like you look at uh, the way Quinn and Williams reacted after he had that monster game against the Packers. He, he used the word team or unite yes. or communication multiple times in his post-game press conference. And it just feels like the leadership is there. The depth is there. These guys are all winning together, which I think is what makes the Elijah Moore thing just so frustrating because it feels like such a square peg in a round hole. Like yeah. the rest of the team is all moving in lockstep. And and Sal is a big reason for that. I mean, when's the last time we had guys want to come to the Jets like DJ Reed, yeah. like uh, Quan Alexander, like Lakin Tomlinson because of the head coach? Like it's huge. And it's it's nice to kind of see the fruits of that starting to bud this year. Yeah, these guys are proud to be Jets, man. They see Sauce Gardner walk around with a cheese head. And like after the mm-hmm. game, it's all like the comments are always about team. And even like the Elijah Moore thing, which you refer- referenced before, you know, Quinn and Williams, CJ Mosley, Sauce Gardner all commented vocally, like mm-hmm. it's, about, it's about team. It's not about touches. It's about team. And I love that, dude. Like we wanted mm-hmm. that for so long in this team. Like a team you could be proud of, a team that's bought in. They played for one each other. And it's just, it's exciting to watch. It's very easy to support, too. Like you're you're proud mm-hmm. of your team, dude. Like win or lose, like you're like, dude, these guys are playing hard. They're competing. You're getting their best effort. They've all bought in, which is excellent. And now the other thing is, too, is like now, are you, based on the way this team's playing, where they started, have your expectations changed a little bit? You're like, you know what? They've got five wins. You look mm-hmm. at the rest of the schedule, which obviously can change based on injuries, but. Are you thinking, you know what, playoffs are legitimate this year where they can they could be not only in the hunt in December, they can probably they can maybe find their way into a wild card spot. Yeah, I I, I think expectations have to change based on how this defense has performed and the special teams has performed. I think you're still looking for the offense to start clicking because if the offense kind of follows up with what the defense is doing, this team's gonna be hard to beat at certain times of the year. And when we're sitting here at five and two, I'm looking at the rest of the schedule and it's like, okay, well, if we can win this game and now we're six and three. You know, maybe heading into the bye, you say we lose probably the Buffalo game. Yep. And now, now you got to face the Patriots again. You got to face the Dolphins again. You got the Bears, the Lions, the Jaguars. Like, there's some winnable games on the yes, back sir. half of this schedule. Like, you're probably looking at Buffalo and, you know, the Vikings is probably your two hardest uh, games left on the schedule. And I think you start shifting, you know, with each win, you start to mold that expectation. I just want to see Zach kind of flourish like yeah. i want to i want to see zach at the end of this year and be like okay that is our guy because right now i think that's where a lot of jet fans are concerned is is he our guy because if we had a really good quarterback this team's ready to win now yeah that's the x factor of the game on sunday like this mm-hmm. is such a big game for the team but if zach plays well everybody's like you know what we're a very dangerous team now that's mm-hmm. the, that's you know what i mean we can run the ball we got special teams we got defense can the quarterback make enough plays to just when he has to to keep winning games or just you know just and sometimes you gotta be a playmaker which is fine mm-hmm. but it, it will get really, really interesting, man. They win this game on Sunday. Like, it's just everything changes, you know? 
Dude, it's exciting. I mean, you think about where we were possibly looked at before the season. ESPN had us picking number one in the draft. Yeah. Like power Brady Quinn had us 0-11 or whatever it was. <laughs> like, oh, we were like awful, absolutely awful before the season. You start winning some games. The Jets still haven't – we're starting to get a little bit of credit because of the win streak, but you look at the quarterbacks we faced and there's going to keep. There's going to still be doubters, you know, within yeah. our own division and within – like this week is the excuse going to be we faced a backup quarterback because Mac Jones got fucking benched last week? Or like <laughs> regardless yeah. of who starts, like what, what's the answer here? So yeah. – this week's big. If the Jets can win this one, I don't know if it silences the critics, but I think it goes a long way within yeah. the division and within the fan base to be like, okay, we got that monkey off our back. Haven't beaten the Patriots in six years. Like this would be a big one for us. And then you go into Buffalo or Buffalo comes into to MetLife. And if you can just hang with them, compete, yes. you don't have to win that game. But if you can just look like you're not getting your doors kicked in, like this team's going to be looked at in a totally different light. Could not agree more. Very well said. This is, I mean, you beat the Patriots. You beat the Dolphins and Patriots at home, which mm-hmm. they haven't done in forever. You know, and it's just, and again, be competitive with Buffalo. Like, it's just, everything changes. Then the team starts buying in too. Like, you know what? Mm-hmm. We can we can beat these teams. We can hang in. Like, you're exercising demons every week, which is great. Mm-hmm. So, if you had a, I want to ask you for a score prediction, but if you had to say your level of confidence going in this game, a scale of 1 to 10, the Jets are going to win, what would you give it? I I'm pretty confident. I want to win by more than four points. I know we're we're underdogs by a point and a half, but I think this I, I think depending on what happens in this game, if the Jets can win this, then I think you might see some type of massive trade with Douglas. I think that yeah. the trade deadline's on Tuesday. So maybe yeah. you see a Conklin or a Tunsil wind up coming in if uh, you know, the Jets really think they can make some noise, if they think they might be looking at you know, a tackle early in next year's draft. Maybe they decide to get one in for half the year and and use their first round pick yeah. essentially on a premier uh, player. It's going to be interesting to see. This is, I believe, at six and two, the Jets would have like a seventy five percent chance of making the playoffs if they get to that. I think right now we're sitting right around sixty. Um, the AFC is a little bit more difficult than the NFC this year, but with each win, you start to see a few more gears spin in. And I think if we can sneak into the playoffs this season, the experience and the growth and the the buzz around the Jets this offseason is, off is going to be absolutely massive. And then you can attract more free agents. You can attract mm-hmm. all kinds of people. And every, the whole dynamic around your team changes. And as a prominent content creator, how cool is it to cover a fun team that's winning? Dude, it's been five years since I started this channel. <laughs> we're finally able to talk about some winning football games. Right? Like even when we were winning games the last few years, it was like in yeah. spite of what we wanted to do. Yep. We win against the Rams. We win against the Browns. We're looking for Trevor Lawrence. We don't want to win. So it's like nice to get excited for victories for a change and like be proud of your team. Like you said, Sauce Gardner is just – he's so easy to root yeah. for. And Quinnen and like th- this entire team just feels like a team – I can be proud of and the fan base can be proud of and like they can be proud of You're not like ashamed to call yourself a jet fan. It's sustainable too, man. They're all young mm-hmm. guys. It's, you know, first and second year players. Like this is the future. Like we're not, it's not mm-hmm. like a band aid Ryan Fitzpatrick. Like this mm-hmm. is going to be, this could be long-term, which is super exciting. So Ryan, before I let you go, man, first of all, thank you for your time, but everybody knows where you are, but how do people follow you and subscribe to your channel? Yeah, dude. Jets Talk 24-7. Uh, if you want to come through, I'm on Facebook and on YouTube. Do live streams every Monday and Tuesday night. Do the call-in show on Monday. Do the Talking Jets panel on Tuesday. And then a bunch of content in between uh, whenever stuff pops up. Awesome. Thank you so much, Gimme. I definitely appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me on, Tyson. Yep. All right. I think we may have gotten through this with uh, 